Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where you, the listener, just get to eavesdrop and see what it's like to have a conversation with my mom and I over this year kitchen table. This week, we talk about how we're switching paths and we're going to go on our Monday-only podcasts. After that, we start talking about communication. We talk about therapy, going to a counselor. And after that, we talk about, you know, kind of what we've learned and how we're implementing what we've learned from our therapy and counseling sessions and, you know, how it's making us better people and better listeners overall. All right. Well, this is We're in Trouble Now. Hope you enjoy. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now. Yes, we are. Well, we're doing the podcast. We're not in trouble. Yes, we are. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So this, Mom, is our last Wednesday podcast we'll be doing. Yes, but not. we're still going to be doing the podcast, but... We're just not on Wednesdays. I don't know why. I why do I find why do I do that, Robert? I don't know. I really, really don't know. Because you can okay. In all honesty, the okay. way that you you worded it mm-hmm. there for a minute, it almost was going to sound like we were not going to be doing the podcast anymore. Sure. So when I said this is our last Wednesday podcast, you interpreted it as we are no longer doing the podcast. No, but, but I, you do that with everything, though. But this is the first time okay. I actually like physically caught myself in the no, you act. you caught yourself before. This one was pretty blatant. They're all very blatant. But you want to know how? How? You want to know how? Because they're, <laughs> they're literally the exact same thing I said, but you're coming out of your mouth. But no, I, I switched up the sentence. No, I like, didn't. No, I kind of did. I took your sentence, I chopped it in half, I put the... No, but you didn't. It, you made yours longer. Oh, Your okay. sentence was longer. But you know what? It's kind of cool that, you know, the only way I'm ever going to be able to stop mm-hmm. this behavior is acknowledging it. Or medication. No, I don't want to be medicated. Don't medicate me. Uh, but yes, this is our, what we decided to do is come, or it was around April mm-hmm. that we decided to do two a week. Um, it was been really fun, but I think, you know, well, with everything going on with, uh, you know, our schedules and things like that, we decided to go back to once a week. So right. this way our, our content's a little more punchier. Yeah. Can I speak now? I mean, I don't know. Are you going to repeat what I said? <laughs> no, I mean, for me personally, it's, I really want to make sure that each and every time that we do a podcast that I, that we have, um, content that is actually really desirable to, I, I don't know. I just want to make sure that the content that we put out is something that our listeners actually enjoy and look forward to hearing. Yes. Yeah. Because I just know like when we started, Robert, we mm-hmm. really started with the most, with the utmost intention of trying to make this kind of like a journey of ourself, but also to help others on the same, you know, along our journey. Yeah. Do yeah. you feel like we still do that or do you feel yeah, like... Yeah, no, I do. But, but the, where, where my counterpoint was to like doing two a week is it felt like, you know, we were like, oh, okay, so what should we talk... Because we film usually Friday, Sunday mm-hmm. or, or, or Sunday, Tuesday, right? So right. it's really hard to get like... Oh, so what should we talk about? You're like, dude, I don't know. I spent all the good talking points on the previous podcast. And right. so you, like you say, like it's, it's more of integrity right. and, you know, to make sure that we have, we are bringing the best possible podcast. It makes sense to do it once a week to make sure that the, what that once a week episode is really action packed and in, you know, you know, the listener gets something out of it versus right. like, yeah, I don't know what you hear about France they, <laughs> or like, Hey, they're in France. <laughs> Sorry. Like a sickness, dude. <laughs> no, because you're like, hey, did you hear about France? And I'm like, yeah, they're in France. It was funny. It was like a ta ta ting. Uh huh. Yeah. But continue by all means. Um. Yeah. No. So, but yeah. So we're just gonna be doing it once a week. So it'll be only on Mondays now. Yeah. Um. Which I think will be more better for for everybody. This way, you know, it gives us more time to find better content to talk about and you know it's not so stressful and like oh we got to film today and tomorrow and mm-hmm. the next day and oh we got to do this and that and this and there and here and there yeah so, makes more sense i've been kind of thinking about it for a while but i just my whole reasoning for not going but down to just once a week is i just didn't want to disappoint anybody you know i didn't want to be like you know well, who are you, who you disappointing well like maybe somebody um who's listens really enjoyed the twice a week yeah you know and i didn't want it to be where i didn't want to come across i just really wanted to make sure that we came across as what we're doing this because we think that it's going to help the integrity of the podcast mm-hmm. not that we're not invested and that we don't you know we we still value our podcast i guess that's what i'm trying to say yeah yeah it's, it's i mean it's just it's a learning curve it's growing pains yeah 
Yes, but I, I am, I'm speaking to you, my listeners. You do that a lot, though. What? You speak to the listeners a lot. Well, I just... Because we'll have a point and you're like, so you're out there and you're listening. Well, it's because, I mean, I get a lot of times I get some, I get a lot of feedback from my, yeah. my um, followers on social media. Yeah. So I know that they're listening. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it's like I open myself up and I'm a little bit more vulnerable sure. because I want them to know like they're not alone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I sometimes it's not always fun to be like, hey, this hurt, you know, this happened and it sucked. But I say it because I want to try to help somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so there you So, if you're out there listening, oh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm thinking about yeah, you. Yeah, so we're gonna do it once a week and it's gonna be a little bit more have, have better talking points because you know it's hard to be like, So, what's new with your life? You're like, I don't know, man. Same as last week, yeah. And so, it's just it's, it just makes more sense to do it once a week because this way we'll have more other things to talk about. So, yeah, yeah. So, but we some of the things that we're gonna be talking about today is um, because we've let Everybody know, I mean, this isn't something that we hide, but we are going through counseling, family counseling, family counseling. And, um, I personally, I mean, I can't speak for either you or Brandon, but Mm -hmm. I personally have caught myself quite a few times. Um, I think the biggest thing that I have caught myself is not being a good listener. Yes. And, um, I'm really trying very hard to, um, to stop that and to actually be engaged instead Mm. of like, and it's not like I'm trying to cut you off to, to rebuke or to like, you know, defend myself or anything like that. I'm so gung ho on trying to fix any problems that you guys have. Yeah. Well, every problem, every, even things that aren't a problem. Exactly. That I don't listen because I'm already trying to come up with a solution. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, that's definitely the biggest frustration I have Mm -hmm. is this, because I even mentioned this morning like sometimes I'll, I'll say something and before I can finish saying something you're trying to fix whatever I'm trying to say and I'm like I'm not coming I'm not here for a problem to be fixed I'm just letting you know this is just what's going on and mm-hmm. and, there, and uh, absolutely or like you know they're definitely the fixing thing and then sometimes when you just repeat me then I'm like oh okay is she really listening or is she just like you know sometimes like when you say the last three words of a sentence you're like oh well they're just repeating what I'm saying mm-hmm. like you know so, so there definitely is like a a listening thing, but you are slowly getting there. So now like what I did to at the beginning of the podcast, mm-hmm. how I, I took it and, and reset it in a basically the same way. Did that really bug you? No, honestly. Well, what, what bugged me, um, would be earlier when we were at Starbucks mm-hmm. when we're ordering our drinks. Right. And I was like, Oh dang, I don't know if they have Pike's place. I'm gonna have to ask. And then before I could ask you like, are you going to ask him about the Pike's place? And then it kind of, it kind of bugged me. Okay. Well on that one, I really didn't hear that you were going to ask. Mm-hmm. I thought that you didn't, you didn't see it and we were just going to get it on mm-hmm. another day. No, I, cause I t- remember I was told him, I was like, I'll just ask and see if he's got it. And I apologize, but I probably wasn't listening well mm-hmm. enough and I didn't hear you say yeah. that you were going to ask. So yeah. yeah. And I could see how that would be. It'd be like, you know, it almost diminishing you as an adult kind of like, yeah, well definitely make definitely, you know, like you say, yeah, it definitely makes me feel like, Oh, well, Apparently I can't like think for myself anymore mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it, it definitely does get a little upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I apologize for that because like mm-hmm. I said, I didn't even hear it. Okay. So I, well, I, I mm-hmm. didn't think that you were under the impression and I probably should have just asked myself then instead of would be. No, like, I, I don't mind asking because I told you I was going to ask. I said, I, was I gonna, just didn't hear it. Sure. But I think, and I think that maybe that's where I get like a little frustrated, right? It's especially because like you're trying to like, I think you're so f- hyper fixated on trying to fix whatever problem there is that I don't think there's like that time for you to be like, oh, okay, cool. He's, you know, this is this situation or this is that situation. Mm-hmm. But which I guess, you know, it's not you, like your intentions are nice and your intentions are come from a good place. So it's, I guess it's kind of hard. It's, I guess that's where I get, I get a little conflicted, right? Cause it's, it's, I know, I know you mean well, but it, it sometimes can be a little over much. And so I was like, I don't know if I could, do I tell her, or do I not tell her? Like, I can't be mad at her for trying to help. Well, yes. I mean, yes and no. But I mean, if, see, the thing is, is like, it's a, it's a habit that I have to learn to break. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess just being, um, so long as you see progress mm-hmm. or if you be like, you know what, it, you know, if you don't see any progress, then it, I guess it, it would, you could get frustrated and you would have every right to be frustrated. Well, like progress in what though? Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I, I would, that wouldn't be fair to me to like hold you to a standard. 
No, I meant progress. Like, I mean, because I'm starting to see those things that were making you frustrated. I mm-hmm. mean, that's like a step forward. Sure. You know, it's the acknowledgement of like, yeah, you know what? My communication was frustrating you and I, and I see how I was participating sure. in yeah, that. Absolutely. Those yeah. are, those are all progress. You know, those are all things to, um, that I'm saying are progress, but yeah. you have every right to be frustrated. I have overstepped my bounds for, for many years, mm-hmm. not out of maliceness, but no. that, but it doesn't, it doesn't alleviate and it doesn't diminish your feelings either. Sure. You know, you could have the nicest person. It's like indie. I mean, yeah, I was just going to say, it's know, just like indie. It we, is. Cause we get, sometimes we're like, you know, you want to be mad at Indy, but she's just such a happy dog. But it's know. still, when she comes into suplexes, you, yeah. it still hurts, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it's kind of the same thing. It's, it's, you know, my words might not be coming from a p- place of malice, but they still have the same residual effect. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They definitely, yeah, they, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a thing that we're, you know, that's one of the cool things about counseling is it kind of like, you know, because the counselor comes at you with such like a unbiased opinion she's looking at it purely this dog is going to drive her crazy purely <laughs> subjectively yeah so it's a lot easier to take her kind of critic not only say criticism but her um help yeah you know yeah and i mean and also too that's just the way that she says it i mean yeah. you just i just feel like she's again you know coming from life experience is really being able to help us and and mm. you know what and it's and i can hide behind um like Oh, well, I'm just trying to help. That's an mm. easy thing to hide behind. Well, you, well, you've used that before. You, you've used that excuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember there was um, like things that Barbu would do. Like what? Just, I, I mean, I'm not going to like say a whole lot, but sure. I mean, there would be things that she would do that would really frustrate me. Sure. And I would say that. I would be like, well, you know, that's really frustrating mm-hmm. me. And she'd be like, well, you know, I'm trying. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's good. And she's like, well, it's really hard to break habits. I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, I understand that. So what I try to do is um, instead of coming up with just excuses with excuses, I'm trying to come up with like um, just acknowledgement mm-hmm. and to go forward. Yeah. I mean, you've done pretty well with that, especially with the counselor. You, you're pretty, um, pretty good at just being like, yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Instead mm-hmm. of like trying to defend yourself or instead of trying to, you know, like, well, this is, this is my intentions or this is what I meant by that. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. You're pretty open to criticism or feedback. So now if we want to take the Starbucks scenario and actually break it down even more, mm-hmm. I should have said, well, I apologize. You know, I should have acknowledged mm-hmm. that I, f- I frustrated you before I started defending myself. Sure. It's, you know, I, cause I jumped right into, well, I didn't hear you yeah. instead of saying like, you know what? I, you know, I'm sorry. I did not realize I did that. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't hear you. So there, there was more that I could have added to that sentence. Yeah. 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 But it's just a matter of growth. I mean, it's, this is the first time that, you know, I've tried to actually better myself in Mm -hmm. communications and, you know, it's, I, and I, I, every time I say, well, it takes time and I'm trying to break habits, it flashes me back to Barbu Mm -hmm. and it's, um, and I understand, but also too, we need to make progress or I need to make progress. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I actually enjoy it. It's the counseling part yeah. or the learning part. Both. I really enjoyed sitting there and talking to her for mm. an hour, and then applying those um, those skills that she's giving us. Okay. You know. Yeah. Because I just it it doesn't to me. I think the ultimate slap in the face to you and Brandon would be as if we went to this counseling, mm-hmm. and I didn't um, try, or yeah. if I or if I didn't. You know, like, oh, she doesn't understand or, you know. Yeah. Or no, it'd be more of if you were like trying to defend yourself for the whole mm-hmm. hour, you know, because there's a lot of times where she's like, hey, listen, Lonnie, you know, you did this, you did that. And instead of you being like, well, well, but, but, you know, and she's, she's called you on it before mm-hmm. about the butt thing. Um, and it makes sense. And, you know, like, like you say, there's growth. I don't, yeah. did you give this dog another Frisbee? No, she has her green one. Okay. Hang on. Let me get this one. Yeah. So it's, it's been definitely, it's been a journey of self, self-discovery. I will have to say that 100%. It's, but it's been a good discovery. So Robert is wrestling the Frisbee away from the dog. And he's returning. He, apparently, she's not handing it over. <laughs> They're now in a battle for the Frisbee. And she's not letting go. He finally won, and now he's trying to find a soft toy for her to chew on. 
She's off to find another hard squeaky toy. Yeah, she's going to find another squeak. Well, everything yeah. we have in this house is loud. Yes. And this house is full of toys. But you know what? And it's, and you know what? In, in, in all honesty, Robert, it's yeah. like sometimes it's sometimes in counseling, it's, it's kind of hard because I, and it's by my own doing, but I'm sure. always, I'm always the villain. You know, I don't. I don't want to say you're only always the villain, but well, but you were th- you were the adult at the situation. Exactly. So you were you were the adult at the kitchen table kind of thing. Yeah. So I mean, it's. I wouldn't say the villain. I I would say that much like a habit, right? It was just a bad habit that was formed. Right. See, because what I, where I have to really, and I think my most growth was mm-hmm. because you know I had a really hard childhood myself. Sure. So I uh, I was. I was mixing my hard childhood with my shitty parenting and I have to, and I did separate the two, Mm -hmm. you know, just because I had a hard childhood isn't the excuse for being a, um, less than superb mother. Sure. We don't not even superb. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. Like, I don't know. I reckon it can be easy too, but that's where the, you know, that's where the most growth comes from it. Like, yeah self-evaluation and things like that. Yeah. And if anybody's new to the podcast, um, I just really quick, what we're talking about is, is I had a drinking problem. I had an addiction problem Mm -hmm. when Robert and Brandon were younger and into their, into their twenties actually. Yeah. So it's something that, and it's something that, you know, it's, I always just tell myself, you know, just put on your, your big girl pants and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and get over it. I mean, you've definitely done well with, receiving feedback from the counselor and Mm -hmm. definitely done well with, you know, taking what she said and applying it, like you said. So it's not like, it's not like it was for nothing, you know, it's still, and I think one thing I think, and I don't want to speak like out of turn. I don't want to put words in other people's mouth, but I think one thing is that there's still so much life to be lived. Right. Mm -hmm. So even though we had a hard childhood, it doesn't mean we can't have a good experience, you know, on the back nine of of life, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I really don't, I really don't have any regrets of my childhood. I mean, obviously there's things I wish I had done differently. Obviously there's things that I wish were played out differently, but I don't, I wouldn't necessarily like change anything because, yeah. you know, whatever pros and cons and good and bad, whatever it is, it led me here and where I'm at right now is I feel like I'm in a really good spot. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, at what point, like, do you need, I feel like you kind of need that diversity. I feel like you need that kind of struggle to really like motivate you to better yourself. Well, I, f- uh, I find myself personally mm-hmm. falling back on like my childhood, like when everything's get rough or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll just be like, yeah, you know what? I grew up tough, yeah. you know what? So, so just keep on going. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been a, a really cool, amazing experience. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I'm immensely proud of us as a family for, for participating in this. Yeah, everyone's kind of done their thing. I mean, Brandon's been really receptive to feedback. And mm-hmm. generally, Brandon's the worst at receiving criticism. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing really, really well with it. Yeah. And you've been doing really, really well with it. And I'm awesome. So that's yeah. easy. You know what? Truthfully, I went into this whole counseling thing and I told myself and I asked myself a question. Sure. And my question was, how would you have wanted this to play out with your parents? What yeah. would you have like wanted? Like if you were at counseling with your parents? Yeah. Yeah. And it would have been like complete, you know, tra- you know, complete transparency, you know, complete ownership, yeah. you know, and that's kind of what, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I knew what, I know what I would have wanted and that's what I want to try to give to you and Brandon. Yeah. And it's not even so much like, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's more about just, I think what she really brings home is it's like, kind of like looking at it from the other person's point of view. And she does a really good job of that. She doesn't like distribute, distribute blame or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but she's like, Hey, that must've made you feel really bad. And you're like, yeah, "Yeah, dude, it actually, it really did. And it's been a really cool part. I'm really happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like, like she was saying, she, she told us about a book. Um, and it's about non, what is it was nonverbal violence. No, it was like, it was, you wrote it down here. Where's your, where's your little thing? So yeah, she's she's done a really a couple of really cool recommendations and things like that, and um, yeah, we should probably get that book. But yeah, it helped, I mean, it helped Brandon. Brandon's journaling now and reading more, and it's called nonviolent communication. Nonviolent communication, which is interesting considering that like all we all we've done for ninety nine percent of our life was violent communication. Oh yeah, when we talked, we yelled, and when we when we yelled, it was something mean. 
Yeah. Or even when we talked, we were kind of mean to each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. You know, like, but that, you know, and it's like we would say really mean things and be like, well, that's just the way we communicate. Yeah. I was going to say, well, that's just us. You know, that's yeah. our love language. Like, yeah. But in a, in a lot of ways, it, you know, there's always like that deep, there's that seed of truth in every like joke, mm-hmm. you know? So it's us just projecting kind of violence on each and other. even too even if it's a joke it can still hurt yeah it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt yeah, yeah. i mean there's sometimes i know I, i'll be joking around and say things to you and you get upset and you're like oh that was really mean i'm mm-hmm. like oh well, i'm just joking like i'm sorry and you know it's it's more reading the room and just acknowledging the other person's feelings yeah but you know what that's just where the growth comes from because in the past what i would what would have happened is you would have said something then i wouldn't have talked to you for like three days yeah a long time you know yeah and there'd be some sort of like it would be three days and then it'd be like some sort of passive aggressive argument and then it would turn into an argument and then it would mm-hmm. take like three more days and then things would be back to normal yeah where it's so much easier just to be like hey you know what that was that that wasn't nice yeah you know yeah. but now do you because i've been really open about like hey that you know i see this or i see that do you feel comfortable doing the same thing with me like because I would never have known that I upset mm-hmm. you at Starbucks unless we had this dis- this conversation. Um, what do you mean? I mean, because if we weren't doing this podcast right now, yeah. I never in a million years would have known that what happened at Starbucks mm-hmm. upset you. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas I just hope that you will be like more like, hey, you know what? You know, like even when we were walking out of Starbucks, yeah. you just be like, hey, you know what? I said this and then you did this and mm-hmm. it really upset me. And I'll definitely try doing it more. That's one of the things that I think I don't do a lot is mm-hmm. I don't, I, I feel like sometimes I feel like I have to protect you and like help not hurt your feelings and things like that. And I feel like, I think, I think you're more sensitive than I think you are. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm always afraid of if I say something, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Right. You know, because I've been painted. Like I feel like in a lot of ways, sometimes I feel like I'm painted like in this like mean, mm-hmm. you know, very sharp witted person. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to say that because I don't want her to get her feelings hurt. Right. So a lot of times if I don't say something, it's because I feel like I'm trying to protect you. See, but you've been given the narrative of the sharp tongue kind of mean guy. Yeah. That's that's kind of like in that really bad sitcom of life. Mm -hmm. That's your character. Yeah. That's not who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's your defense system. Sure. You know, but it's not, you're not a mean person. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that you're trying to protect me, but I really want to grow. Yeah. You know, well, that, I, I mean, this is also, this is pre like therapist mm-hmm. too. I mean, this isn't something that like, it, it, this isn't how, how it's always been. Oh yeah. Like you haven't always wanted to grow. No, 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 no. So I'm just saying as now. it is now. Yeah. yeah. Because in the past, you would have said something like, yeah, you know what? What you did in Starbucks hurt my, you know, upset me. I would have taken it as a, an attack. Mm-hmm. And then we would have gone back yeah, into that cycle of mm-hmm. like, okay, well, start the timer because I'm not going to talk to you for three days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, it's, a, it's just a muscle. It's a muscle that we've, you know, grown throughout the years mm-hmm. where it's like, well, I'm not going to say anything because like, you know, I'm not going to hurt her feelings or she's just going to get her feelings hurt if I say anything. So I'm not going to kind of thing. Right. Yeah, it's but it's a really dangerous um, pattern mm-hmm. unless we break it. Yes, because otherwise there's no growth. Yes. Yeah. So, so. it's baby steps. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely not like a oh yeah one counselor visit and we're healed kind of thing. No, we're we're way more fucked up than one counselor visit. Well, what's interesting though is that she can she chose like she chose to take the case. Like there's yeah. some times where she's like, well, I can't. Like I I'd be, I wonder what she would have to say to to say no to certain like cases. You know what? I guarantee you it's, it's, she seems really, um, she seems really in like, she's able to read people very well. Yeah. And I, she seems like the person, and this is just me reading her and Mm -hmm. the kind of what I get from her. If, um, if she doesn't, if it, if she didn't like, the scenario i don't think she would take the case well no i would think it's not so much that i think if she could if she couldn't see results like if she she, if she couldn't feel like we were in a position to to learn and heal from it i don't think she would have taken it well we didn't talk a whole lot the first visit there wasn't a whole lot of glimpse of like Mm -hmm. you know like hey you know what um we just had a little stumble. There mm-hmm. was, there was like a lot of work that she knew she had to do. I don't know. I just seem to think like she probably like that first conversation. I think we were trying to get a feel for her as much as she was for us. More so her to us. Yeah. And you know, we were comfortable with her and I'm sure she was comfortable with us in order to want to dive into it more. I don't think it's more comfortable. I think it's in terms of if she could see that we would be able to grow from it. If, yeah. if she was able to like, cause I mean, I think, think of any like patients she's probably seeing 
there, you know, she's not going to spend her time on wasting her effort and time on somebody that she doesn't see that there's going to be any progress. And also too, she, there could have been a point where she was like, yeah, you all need to go to individual counseling mm-hmm. before you even yeah, exactly. try group counseling, exactly. you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm happy with the way that it's turning out. Good. Yeah. yeah it be a good time. Yeah. It's our little, just, you know, I just have to, um, I just have to make sure I don't interrupt her. Yeah. You do that a lot. Yes. I know. But that's just you though. I mean, that's, that's your personality trait. Well, I just feel like there's, you know, we have an hour and there's just a whole lot to talk Mm -hmm. about. I just want to get my bang for my buck. But it's not like you're never going to see her again either. I know. And sometimes I feel like you'll learn more from listening than you talking. Well, and also too, it's a control issue. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me. It's hard, you know, and truthfully, if I'm going to be complete honest, it's hard for me to, to let another female come in and take the dominant, um, the the reins, you know. It's not so much of a rain in terms of like, but she's not taking control. It's just of that conversation. No, but I mean, it's like, in all in all honesty, I mean, some of the things that she says, as I've tried to say before, mm-hmm. and when she says it, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, I've done the same thing to you. Though. Yeah, but I'm just saying, as a woman, as a mom, mm-hmm. it's really it it's taken me a little bit to be like, yes, please listen to mm-hmm. her. You know, whereas I want to be, you know, and it's my, my smother mother in me. Your ego. Yeah, absolutely. My ego where Mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, I want to be the ones to save Mm -hmm. you. So, you know, in my little deep, dark crevices of my mind, there's more, there's, there was that. So Mm -hmm. that's probably one of the reasons why I was like subconsciously kind of interrupting her. Sure. Yeah. I could see that also too. Cause you're like, oh, well, I want to be the one to fix them Mm because you're the fixer. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, truthfully, I didn't even think about it and put two and two together until we were talking right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird how that works. Yeah. So I'll be more conscientious of it and just be like, yeah, you know what? I don't always have to, um, you know, I don't always have to be the, the center of attention and, and to in every instance. Yeah. Sometimes you can listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I don't know if it, if it, I wonder if that was like something that came from your childhood where like you were like, oh, well. I, the, the loudest one in the room gets the most attention kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah, no, I was invisible. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that maybe that kind of stemmed from there. Yeah. Cuz I, I remember I'm oh, sorry, I didn't Go mean ahead, no, no. No, go for it. No, no, no. Go please. Oh, cuz I remember you know, through all of elementary school, right? I really don't remember like ever standing out in the class and I don't remember ever being like number 1. I wasn't fast or smart or anything like that. I was just kind of just middle of the road kind of blended in and then I remember this one time in 5th grade I wrote, it was like free writing. Mm-hmm. And I remember the elementary school teacher said I, I wrote at a very high level. And I remember I wrote like a comedy and you had to read it, read it out loud. And I remember reading it out loud and the whole class is laughing. And I remember like, oh my gosh, this is what it feels like to pay, you know, have people pay attention to me. Like this is what it feels like to be in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to give this up kind of thing. And so that's, I think I found my humor through, you know, or my, maybe my identity through my humor. Cause that's when people paid the most attention to me was when I was making them laugh. Oh, that's maybe, very understanding. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's the same for you though. You know, maybe you were like, well, maybe I, I you know, if I'm the one talking, they have to pay attention to me kind of thing. Well, I think, if, I mean, I totally see how you did yours, but mm-hmm. for me, I think it's more like I was always invisible. Yeah. Um, because like I was telling you, I, I would, I didn't even, I, I mean, I was, it wasn't until I got into the sixth grade that I had a teacher who actually figured out I was so far behind because I was such a master at blending in. Um, to me, it's more like, um, I finally have a voice Mm -hmm. and it's really hard for me to not use it because when I'm not using it, Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, almost like a victim. A victim like how? Well, just kind of like, you know, um, you know, just growing up in a house and that you were trying to be invisible. I mean, even in my marriage, I tried to, to be invisible and it, and you know, and through my sobriety, I was invisible Mm. or through my addiction, I was invisible. And now with my sobriety, I'm like, wow, no, this is my voice. And it's really hard. And when I don't use my voice, when I don't feel like I'm, you know, totally like 110 shining bright it it just is like no money you, you i i have no middle ground i was gonna say it seems like you're rubber banded from one extreme to the mm-hmm. other yeah 
Yeah. And I, and I'm learning how to just kind of settle in and be like, you know what? I have a voice. that's not going anywhere. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's nobody stopping you from, from shining kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, it makes a lot of sense when you paint it out like that, like in those steps of like feeling invisible and, you know, whether, whether it be childhood or marriage or through your addiction, like it make, it makes total sense. Yeah. And it's, and it feels good, right? It feels good to be acknowledged and, um, you know, be in this, in the spotlight, and, you know, it's, it's interesting to think of it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, when you were in the, the, that kind of like that party of one kind mm-hmm. of cave in your mind, yeah. you're the voices in your head, just wreak fucking habit, on, mm-hmm. habit, have havoc, havoc, havoc on you, yeah. you know? And it was there that those addictions really just, you know, got their claws into me. Totally. So, you know, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really kind of like. I have to figure myself out Mm -hmm. like that in Mm -hmm. order to be like, okay, you know what? You can stop and listen. You can stop and listen to somebody else. You know, you're okay, Lonnie. This Mm -hmm. isn't new. You know, your sobriety is not new. Your personality is not new. Just Yeah, but that defensive, that defensive mechanism is, is been around for so long in your life. It's hard for you to, I, I can see why it would be hard for you to kind of give it up. Yeah, you know what, and that's just the whole thing. It's it's like, as you were saying, that part in my mind is like, I don't think I can ever give up my defense system. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it was, it w- what was that? Uh, I think it's, oh my God, this dog is so loud. I think it's the people to the right. Okay. I heard somebody yelling. Yeah. So she was doing a good watchdog. Not really. We heard it before she did. Hey, shut your mouth. Yeah. So, so that's that's Indy. She's growing up. She doesn't bark at anything re- re- like relatively convenient, though. Yeah. So, but no, I, I mean, part of me doesn't know. I mean, and maybe this is just because I'm still scared. But mm-hmm. I mean, part of me is like, mm, no, I'm going to hold on to my defense system. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what got you through it for so long. Yeah. You know, you know, I feel like I've put it on a shelf, Okay. but I just don't know if I can ever toss it out. Well, I think, well, that that instances of never, I think, is what's holding you back. I think that hesitation or maybe fear. Oh yeah. No, even thinking about letting go of any of my defenses mm-hmm. makes my throat tighten up. Even yeah, as but I, I mean, speak. What do you have to be defensive about though? It's just, I, I have so many walls mm-hmm. built and it's, I, I, I see it as like, like almost like a fortress, sure. you know, and it's yeah. like a homemade fortress Yeah. and it's, it has deflected so much pain for so long. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's to me, it, it, like I said, it's so terrifying to think of um, letting it go yeah. that it's over, almost overwhelming. That's fair. But it's yeah. not, I mean, I mean, nobody's asking you to like, you know, change overnight though, too. Yeah. No, I'm definitely, I mean, I've never had it on a shelf before. Yeah. You know, half the time I forget it's there. But mm-hmm. it, the problem is, is like, I forget it's there, but it has little residue that's left over sure. that makes me a bad listener or a mm-hmm. smother mother mm-hmm. or you know i ha- or it makes me a fixer yeah well so, i think you're just an autopilot i think you've yeah. been doing it for so long it's like it's a it's a second nature mm-hmm. you know where it's like oh well i don't need to listen because i'm going to fix it like it's not a big problem because it'll be fixed or you know things like that or, yeah. or you're like you're like oh well i'll just repeat what he's saying because i'm too busy working this problem out, even though it's not a problem. Yeah. You know, I, I realized what a problem I had of being a fixer, mm-hmm. um, when Auntie Vicky got sick. Really? How? Oh, because I used to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And it was just because when I was a child, there was no control. Yeah. You know, I had no control over what was going on in my house. I had no control over anything. Mm-hmm. So once I became an adult, I'm like, I'm going to control as much as I can. Yeah. You know, now I have the, mm-hmm. now I'm steering the car mm-hmm. and, I used to think like if I walked in just, you know, badass, just, you know, with this. You had all the answers? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to figure out this problem and nothing's going to stop me. And Auntie Vicky's um, death stopped me. And it was probably one of the hardest realizations that I can't control and fix everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was just hard because I remember waking up and and driving out to the desert at two o'clock in the morning, you know, to be there for her in the Mm -hmm. hospital. And and I'd be like, I got no fucking answers, man. There's nothing I can do. And it was just it was just a real eye opener. Yeah, I can see how that would 
would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Her um her passing's coming up, right? Yeah. November. On November eighth. Eighth, yeah. Oh yeah. shit, that's like in two days. Mm-hmm. On Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, and it will be two thousand six. So how many years is that? Whatever six minus twenty two is. So. Sixteen. Sixteen years. Yeah. Wow. Sixteen years, man. It just feels like so much longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really does. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that was a shitty ass fucking time. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was that took me. That took me a very long time. And it wasn't until I got it wasn't until I got sober and even probably and it wasn't even until this year that I've addressed some of the pains that I carried with me. Yeah. I mean, it can't be easy. No. Because you know? Auntie Vicky was your rock forever. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you No, cry. it's okay. It's. It's okay. Yeah. You know, it's just something that. And, the, you know, and that's just the whole thing. It's like. It's that kind of pain mm-hmm. where it's like those walls used it kept that pain out. Yeah, it makes sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's I mean that un, in the in the grand scheme of things is a lot what our addiction was. Because mm-hmm. our addiction well at least that's how I I felt my alcoholism. It's cause I would like, Oh, I'm gonna drink to feel numb and then I was numb until a certain point when I drank too much and then all of all of the emotions came out at yeah. once. So I'd be like, I'd be numb, 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 and then one more drink, and then I would just be angry, sad, happy, you know, depressed, angry. I mean, everything all at once. Mm-hmm. And it's it's definitely hard, man. Yeah. You know, life ain't easy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't do, I mean, it doesn't serve me any, it doesn't serve me any good, I guess. Yeah. So... I, yeah, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say it got, so doesn't serve you any good. I mean, it got you to where you are now. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Where it, I, I we're, just, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just I can't. I just don't want it to stick around and cause me problems with my relationship with you and Brandon. Sure. Yeah, you know, at that mm-hmm. point, that armor that I felt like protected me so much is yeah. all of a sudden the thing that is you know, stopping me from having a better relationship with my children. Sure, fuck that. It's yeah. going away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it served its purpose, right? Yeah. It got you to where you need to now, but now you don't need it anymore. It's like yeah. wearing a suit of armor in like World War II. Like it had its purpose at one time, but yeah. no longer anymore. Yeah. It's like being a, and I'm not trying to repeat what you say, but it's like being a knight at the round table and mm. walking through Costco. Sure. You know, with the armor, it's like clunk, clunk, yeah, clunk. Yeah, sure. Exactly what I just said. I just wanted to. I just wanted to re-say. You just wanted to to invite yourself to the party. Yeah, I Mm. just wanted to say what I saw in my head. There you go. But that is exactly it. So yeah, I'll have to do a little thinking on that. I'll have to see how much, how much that is actually helping me and how much it's actually hurting me. Now I know Brandon's been journaling a lot. Would you be opposed to journaling? I journal a lot, like in my blogs, and Mm -hmm. and um, I'm constantly writing. So yeah, but you're, but what are you, are you writing anything for yourself though? In my blogs, I were, I was, yeah. And mm. that's just like a list of 102 different mm. things I need to do. But yeah, no, to me, it's like, um, I, I mean, I will journal, I'll figure it out. But I mean, this is just something where it, what I never even put two and two together or saw it this way yeah. until just five minutes ago, Yeah, you know, and I'm going into this whole experience with you and Brandon is, you know, whatever I have to do to make it better, mm-hmm. I will make it better. And if it's getting rid of that, um, that defense system, that's, you know, hurting us, then I'll get rid of it. Yeah. I think, and I think it would only serve you. It, it would only help us in the long run. I think for, and I don't want to speak for Brandon cause he's not here, but I think it would help that it would definitely help me. Yeah. You know, cause this way, I don't know. Cause I feel like, you know, one of my things with the counseling thing is I've, I'm always like, I've already got like this scenario built out in my head. And then so I'm always like, oh, well, it won't matter because this scenario is going to play out and I'm going to have this response kind of thing. And it would help me, you know, kind of stop relying on these like autofill answers or these autofill emotions. Or like, oh, she's saying something like she's just repeating what I said. I'm going to go to my um, my pre-issued like response yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully, again, you know, knowing that we're our communication has definitely gotten better. Sure. You know, I th- at least I think it has. I would agree with you. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's been a couple of instances this week where we've been talking and I'll be like, well, look at it this way. Yeah. And so we never would have done that in the past. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Should we shut that front door? Sure. Andy's all freaking out because some guy with a saw is buzzing. I'll be right back. Yeah, it's across the street. (laughs) She's she's protecting us from afar. Andy, I love her dearly. She's we weighed her. She's like sixty pounds and she's only six months, and she is the biggest chicken. Our our dog is all bark, all bark, no bite. She's afraid of the wind. I know. But um, what I was saying, though, Robert, it's, yeah. it's, it's um, gosh, I, I totally forgot what I was saying. But, I mean, it's, what was I saying? It was something about communication. Yeah, you said there's a couple of instances this week. Yeah, where we have had improvements in our communication. Yeah. So I just hope you know that it's, a lot of times I think that you think in your head, like, oh, I'm not going to say anything mm-hmm. because she's going to get mad. It's that's not so much mad. I think it's or you're going to get your feelings hurt. Yeah. That, that's ultimately what stops me from saying things. It's such a canned response, though. Well, I mean, it, that's how, I mean, just much like how you had to yeah. do your thing to your armor, that's mine. Yeah. You know, because it was a lot easier for you just not to be upset. Like, it was, it was much easier for my day to day. If you were not upset. Oh yeah. Cause I was volatile. Yeah. It was just, yeah. Nobody, nobody won. And so yeah. like just for, you know, just trying to go to bed, peace of mind. I'm like, well, I'm just not going to say anything cause it's not, nothing's going to change. And she's only going to be upset. It's only making my life harder. Yeah. And you know, in all fairness and I'm not going to hide behind addiction, but mm-hmm. it was that case even when I was sober, Yeah. you know, and this mm-hmm. is something that, um, I've had to learn that, you know, and it was a defense, you know, mm-hmm. I was super defensive. I, every yeah. time somebody would say something, I would take it the wrong way. Yeah. Instantly in my head, I would be like, well, here you go again. You know, I'm all by myself. Yeah. Nobody this and nobody that. Yeah. So I, I want to let you know that inner dialogue mm-hmm. is gone. So, um, it's, I, I don't, I don't, I hope that you know that you don't have to worry about me like that. Sure. I mean, much like how you, it's going to take you to time to yeah. do yours. It's going to take mine. It'd be, it'd be, um, it wouldn't be fair for you to be like, well, I'm not that kind of person anymore. So don't do that anymore. No. While you're like, oh, it's going to take me time. You know? No, 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 not at all. Mm-hmm. And what I'll try to do too, is like, if something comes up, I'll try to be like, yeah, you know what? This is perfectly fine. You know, you can bring these things to me and, you know. What do you mean? Like at Starbucks, Uh you know. um, It's, I just want to let you know that, you know, I just want to prove, I just want to prove, I just want to prove that I've changed. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Like like with, in terms of like taking feedback? Yeah. Okay. Feedback, criticism, um, suggestions, you know. I don't want it to be where, you know, any, it's, I don't always have to be right. I don't yeah. always have to, you know, I don't always have to have the answer. I don't even always have to talk. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I didn't talk much as a kid. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah. No, if you talked, people knew you were there. Yeah. As you say, you talk a lot now. Yeah. Not in a bad way, you know, because you, I mean, like you say, like you make, you, you do make a lot of people's days when you talk to them. I mean, you make that one guy's day at Starbucks every time. Yeah. So. Yeah, but there's a difference from being friendly at a grocery store to just being a constant um, chatter at in, in instances where I don't have to be. Okay. You know, like if we're, you know, even like on our walks, when we walk Indy, mm-hmm. I used to feel like I was like, beep, 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 beep. and the other day I'm like, yeah, you know what? We're not talking mm-hmm. and, and it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's where Brandon and I have a lot of comfort is Mm -hmm. silence. Yeah. And Brandon and I, there's times that we just won't talk for, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes. Perfectly fine. Yeah. That silence isn't a bad thing. And a lot of times it's just, you're just comfortable with the person. Yeah. You don't, you don't need to fill the void, you know? And maybe that's, maybe that's like, um, something that's happened like through, you know, maybe getting sober or maybe reconnecting with your children that there's maybe not that, I don't say not that, um, comfortable like feeling but maybe i feel like you're trying to catch it for lost time or well what it was is like and i can tell you exactly that we were on the walk and you were um we weren't talking yeah instantly the first thing in my head was like oh no something's wrong robert's upset Mm -hmm. something happened Mm -hmm. okay what could it be and then all of a sudden because we had our conversation with brandon the other day um I'm like, no, Lonnie, maybe, maybe it's just silence. You know, maybe there's nothing wrong. Maybe we're just walking along and we're just enjoying the moment and looking at the beautiful sky. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I bet you that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't talk. And it was like, my first go-to is, is always disaster. 
So, and it was pretty cool just that I had, it was like a two second conversation in my brain, yeah. but it was really impactful. Yeah. And I was really just like, oh yeah. Well, what day was it? Oh, I think it was like maybe Thursday or Friday. Oh really? No, those are, that, that was good days for me. I, yeah. I would, nothing was going wrong. Yeah. I think it was just, you were, cause I know like, even like when we're working out in the gym, like when you're doing your sets, um, I mean, my mind will be going and mm. I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I have to, tra- you know, I have to tweak this on my episode or I, yeah. or I can do this or, or that. Yeah. And I think it was, you were probably like, you know, probably just maybe thinking about something on your channel or yeah, just enjoying, just the, enjoying the walk. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, it, you know, like especially in the morning, like the, the gym, I don't think about anything. I just have my music on. Mm-hmm. And then when I walk, I usually don't think about anything. I just like to enjoy the moment. Yeah. You know, because I spend all day worrying about things and planning things. It's nice to turn your brain off. Yeah. So I turn my brain off in the morning. Yeah. And then some, and then also too, like when we're walking and, and you're like just kind of telling me about mm-hmm. some problems and stuff. Yeah. Um, I really, I've, I've been enjoying just listening to your conversation yeah. without having to try to fix it. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's beneficial in both parts, right? Mm-hmm. You get to, you know, just you don't have to have a response. I think that'd be really stressful too. If you felt like you always needed to have an answer or if you always needed to be like, you know, Oh, I need to do this for him or I need to fix that for him instead of just being like, yeah, no, I get you, man. Yeah. You know, I think that probably anything. And you know, also too, I just, sometimes it's just nice to say things out loud Yeah. because there'll be times where I just won't say it because like, well, I don't, I don't want an answer and you know, but I can't say it because I'm going to get an answer kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's been, it's been an interesting dynamic and interesting change. Yeah, because I definitely find myself like less stressed and a little bit more happy. Just be mm. like, yeah, you know what? If they need me, they're going to come to me. Exactly. Other yeah. than that, I'm going to stop worrying and start and stop manifesting all these all issues. These negative mm-hmm. like skies falling scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's ultimately that's I think. And again, I don't want to speak for Brandon, but that's ultimately all we want. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mind telling you my problems, but only on the condition that like I don't need a I don't need a answer for these. I don't yeah. need a solution. You know, because I'm an adult, right? A lot of these problems I, I'll fix on my own. And, I'll, you know, and that's where I think Brandon gets at it a lot, too. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it, you know, because mm-hmm. he's an adult. He's going to deal with it. And he doesn't want, um, you know, somebody else to give him the answer. Well, I think in, you know, you've said it before and, and I'm probably repeating what you said. Mm-hmm. But every time that I try to fix you, it just diminishes your ability to be a human and a man. Exactly. Not even so much a man because I don't. You know, I, I think just more of a, just a, a person. A yeah, just yeah. a, just a an human. Adult. Yeah, an adult, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's an adult problem that requires an adult solution. You know, as much as, you know, as much as it, I do rely on you, like as a, as a safety net, mm-hmm. a lot of the times I can handle things on my own. Yeah. And, and when I can't, then I'll come to you kind of thing. I think all moms should be safety nets. I yes. think, you know, yeah, because I mean, and again, I'm really trying to take like my relationship with my parents, mm-hmm. the things that I um, maybe got frustrated with or wish were better yeah. and um, and incorporate that into our relationships. And sure. I've never done that before. Yeah. You know, kind of like what would I have wanted differently? From your mom. Yeah. yeah. Like what kind of, com- I loved her dearly, but what kind of communications, what kind of communication would have been better? Mm-hmm. How could this have been more beneficial? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure, I agree with that. Yeah, because Barbu was the ultimate fixer, fixer. Really? Oh, yeah. No, it used to get to the point where Auntie Vicky would have a problem mm. and she would just be like, just leave me alone. I just want to be, I don't want to hear anything. And Barbu would chase her into her room yeah. and they would get into fights like no other. Really? Just because Barbu could not have, I mean, she just didn't have the ability to turn it off. Yeah. You know, and it was like, I could never understand why they were fighting over... Auntie Vicky just wanting just to be left alone, yeah. but Barbu couldn't do it. Yeah. So, and that was always a, just a very interesting train wreck to watch. You can imagine it, that must not have been easy. Oh no, it was fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one time they were having, they were just going at it, just like, like, just two fucking tigers, and I was sitting there. We were in Papa and Barbu's room mm-hmm. in um, Encinitas. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting on the bed and they were going after each other. Then they're like, well, what do you think? And I literally was like, what do I think about what? Yeah. And they're like, about what we were just saying. I'm like, I didn't hear a word. Yeah. They're like, you've been sitting there the whole time. I'm like, I couldn't repeat one word you said. Yeah. Because I would go so far into my, my little, little safety yeah. cave that I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I was in there playing with puppies and kittens and yeah. jacks. Yeah. So. It's interesting how that works out, huh? Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing what your mind will do to protect itself. That's the truth. I mean, that's what's, uh, what do they call it? 
personality identity crisis or whatever, the split personalities. Yeah. I mean, that happens through trauma and things like that mm-hmm. where your brain just can't, tries to protect itself. So it'll like give you a different personality yeah. kind of thing. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing what your body will do to protect itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's all came from a Wednesday podcast. Yeah. Our last Wednesday podcast. I know. It was a really good one too. Yeah. So, okay, so wait, I'm just, now that we're, I, I don't know why my brain went to this, but in the Encinitas house, right? Yeah. So you walk into the front door. Yeah. To the right's the living room. Yes. Straight ahead is the kitchen. Yes. To the left is the bedrooms. Yes. So who was the first bedroom? Auntie Vicky. Okay, so where was your room? I was the, you Papa's den. Okay. So it wasn't until you moved out and then Papa made that a den. Yeah, because, yes. So what it was is um, when Auntie Vicky moved out, yeah. I moved into Auntie Vicky's old room okay. and that's when he made it a den. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because um, she was the oldest, so she got the front the front bedroom. Yeah, it was a good bedroom. Yeah. Mm. Although it was weird because there was the window right there and people just look in your window. <laughs> yeah. And they were just knocking on your door. Yeah, it's like knock, 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 hello. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it was a it was a good little house. Mike Shore built that house. Mike Shore. Yeah, you that know? was his name. He was he was a um, he was a construction. He owned a construction company. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you think and he's still in business? No, he was pop. He was Papa's age. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah. And they he was Mike Mike Shore Construction, and he was known around Encinitas by building very good quality homes. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just had like a crew and you built one home at a time? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was a spec builder. So mm. he never built tracks, but mm. he built like a home here, a home there, a home here. Really? Mm-hmm. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. My grandfather was a carpenter also. Really? Yeah. Didn't he help build the first church in Sanitas? Yeah. 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 And then actually the house that we had to move into on Sanford, um, he helped build that one really? too. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He worked on, um, when he was actually working, he worked on Camp Pendleton. Oh, wow. Now, do you miss Encinitas? Would you ever want to move back? You know, I was thinking about it, and I just don't know what part of Encinitas I would move back to, or yeah. even if I did. And if yeah. I did, it would probably be like maybe Rancho Santa Fe or something like really? that. Really? Okay. Yeah. You, because that just is a little bit, um, it's not so like on top of each other, and I don't really necessarily have to be right next to the beach. Yeah. Yeah, it's Encinitas. Everything's beach access. Yeah. But it's just so different. It's so busy. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, I almost would like to go like up Northern California on the okay. coast for a little yeah. bit more quiet. Yeah. Like a laid back vibe. I wouldn't mind that at all, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what was the Mar? What was Morro the- Bay? Morro Bay. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Because remember when we went to San Francisco one time when we rented the car yeah. and we drove all around mm-hmm. someplace like up in there. Oh, up. Over the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That place would be awesome. Yeah. Something well, like that. Some place like maybe a couple hours up the coast from San Francisco or something. Oh, a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, just be like, hey, you're know, like, or an hour, like how far away we are from um, LA. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. That'd be a lot easier to get a haircut. <laughs> yes, it would. Yeah. Eh, one day. One day. Yeah. Awesome, Mom. Well, do you want to tell them where to find us? Absolutely. You can find Robert on Instagram as Robert Robert Pike Pike, and he is on YouTube and TikTok as Sherbert. Mm-hmm. And I am gray hair and tattoos on all platforms. Yeah. And we will see you guys Monday. Yes. And we love you. That's why we want to give you good quality podcasts. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Everybody.